Hi friends, it's Laurie Nelson, your Women's Ministry Coordinator here at FaithBridge. Welcome back to the FaithBridge Women's Podcast. This summer, we're sharing our Jesus stories, that moment of salvation that changed everything. And we're also talking about what He's doing in our lives now. Today on the podcast, I've got my friend, Pooja Kelm. Hi, Pooja. Hi, Laurie. How are you? Good. It's so good to have you here. We've been talking about this for a while. It's good to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Um, so we are talking about our Jesus stories, but first, um, I know you a couple of ways. Mm-hmm. One, you are a microgroup leader mm-hmm. um, in the women's ministry, and... How many groups have you done? One? One. I've been in one where I was discipled in one, and then I have um, facilitated one. I don't like to say led because Mm -hmm. I feel like God's teaching me just as much as he is um, teaching the young women that I'm facilitating with. Mm -hmm. So, um, yes, I've been in one, like led, and then been leading. Mm-hmm. I love that because I uh, I, I approach it the same way. Yeah. I am learning and continuing to learn right along with whoever I'm walking with. That's right. Um, and every time I go through whatever, like we use the discipleship essentials or recovering redemption, mm-hmm. I just kind of approach it like um, I know the Lord is going to teach me or bring about something Definitely. new. Yeah, so I love that. And then um, we also know each other because our husbands do Bible study together. That's right. They're in the micro group together, and um, Jason's really enjoying working alongside um, Brian and then um, Mark, I believe. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brian speaks very highly of Jason, and yeah, so that's fun. Um, Now... That's how I know you, but how would other people here at FaithBridge know you? Where, where, what ministries are you involved in? So I've been um, attending um, church at FaithBridge for I think it has to be eight to nine years mm-hmm. now, um, and I've been a part of the kids ministry. That's how I got started, mm-hmm. um, and then um, I've also been. Um, been in grow groups mm-hmm. and um, I've been w- with the uh, women's grow groups with under Peggy, mm-hmm. uh, Peggy Burden, and then um, also couples with Jason and I with mm-hmm. um, Stephen and Laurel Howell. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, we've met so many people through that. We've been a part of the volunteering um, with um, Spring Woodlands Ministries and, right. um, you know, so Mission of Yahweh and we've done those and, um, so yeah, you just mm-hmm. kind of like Many tested all kinds of areas. Yes, and That's one good. thing I always come back to is the kids' ministry. So okay, I've good. just loved VBS and mm-hmm. just loved exploring all different areas. That's <laughs> wonderful. And they, I mean, just the way that we all know here that the FaithBridge Kids Ministry is—it's just rocking yeah (laughs) and they're so good at telling little ones in a way that they can understand about jesus love for them and how they can know jesus so that's right um so you have um your story starts actually in another country which is really exciting yes definitely i came to um the states when i was 19 Mm -hmm. with my dad he um got transferred here and but I knew of Jesus. I knew of him as a good man. Mm-hmm. Um, that is how I was introduced to him. I knew that he was um, 
you know, there were Christians in India. They were mm-hmm. mainly predominantly Catholics. And, um, you know, my parents always told me to respect all religions. Mm-hmm. You know, this is just their way to heaven and this is ours. I grew up in a Hindu household. Mm-hmm. And um, I was very faithful. Um, I always did everything I needed to do um, and to try to get closer to God. Mm-hmm. And we had our, um, you know, little rituals and things that we do um, to worship to God. And um, I just I just loved that. But there was always this sense of something missing. Mm. Something was always missing. And as I tried to get deeper and deeper and closer to God, I still felt like there was something more. And um, when I came to the States, I started volunteering at a hospital mm-hmm. and um, because you know I had a lot of time on my hands. So my mom was like, you're not just sitting at home, mm-hmm. which was great. I'm glad that she encouraged right. me, pushed me. Now, and again, <clears throat> how old are you at this point? 19. 19. And yes. so you're like thinking about college or? Yes, that's okay. right. So Lone Star a, College. Yep. And um, so know, that's why you have so much time on your hands. Uh, right. Yeah. That's right. Um, and summer session was, we came here in summer, like mm-hmm. Mother's Day. We came here on Mother's oh, wow. Day, um, 2008. And um, we, or 2006, I think, yeah, 2006. Okay. <laughs> and we um, we started, so my mom, yeah, she took me to that hospital, meth, you know, um, the Methodist uh, Hospital mm-hmm. near Willowbrook. Mm-hmm. And um, I started volunteering there. And there was this really sweet lady. Um, she was in her 60s. Mm-hmm. And her and I got to know each other. Mm-hmm. And she started talking to me. She was telling me how she was um, rededicating herself mm. to um, Christ and to following him. And so I was like, okay, you know, I've heard of Jesus. And um, then she wanted to know about, you know, my faith. Mm-hmm. And because she could tell, she was so great at anticipating. She was so great at anticipating. Her name is Frances. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was really always great. Um, I would not, you know, I may not um, ask as much, mm-hmm. but she would always inquire and then fill in the gaps for me. Mm-hmm. So she started talking to me about Jesus. She started talking to me about um, faith in Christ. And um, once again, you know, she must have anticipated, and she gave me my first Bible. Sweet. And she said, you know, someone your age, it'll be hard. It will be hard to um, read it, but I encourage you to read it Mm -hmm. um, because it will do you good. She goes, I would, you know, um, it would be great if you come to know him sooner than I did. And um, so then she started taking me to church with her. Mm-hmm. And um, I started going to her church, and since she was a new believer in a way, a new yeah, follower right. um, as well, kind of so starting we, over. yeah, we both would have conversations, and I started reading the Word. And I will be honest; it did not make a lot of sense really? to me. Where did you start? Um, so she taught me to start in the Gospels. Okay. Um, so I started with Matthew. Okay. And it did not, you know, it says. Um, in the beginning, there was word, mm-hmm. and the word was, you know, and was, I did not understand that. Like, right. What does that mean? Well, that's John, and I do think you have got to pay attention to John. Yeah, he, right. I don't know that this is true or not, but of all the gospel writers I call, I would say he's kind of a hippie in the way he <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. approaches the word and stuff. Right. Um, I. But yeah, he's very twisty. You've yes. Got to, you've got to track him. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
And then um, the angel coming to Mary and saying, you know, you're going to, um, you know, give birth to a baby mm-hmm. and didn't understand, right. you know, quite how all of that fit in. Now, yeah. of course, I was also told that it was an incarnation, you know, in Jesus, an incarnation of God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, growing up, of course, with my background, this is how I understood. So I thought, okay, maybe that's what it means, you know, and... Um, you know, this is this is just his um, God just coming down to earth. I didn't know why. And then when I got to the part of the um, blood of Christ and the, um, you know, his um, suffering and his sacrifice and me being a sinner, I didn't understand that either. I'm like, mm. how am I a sinner? I've been, I've tried to be a good person all my life. You know, I'm always a good person. I am, you know, um, devoting myself to worship and I'm trying to do my best, you know, trying to stay one step ahead of, um, (laughs) you know, um, just really um, trying to be a good person. So how am I a sinner? Um, Didn't understand that, but just continued to, you know, um, read. And uh, Francis and I, we would talk quite a bit. I think there was um, this passage um, in Luke, where, um, you know, for the first time I came across um, where what I understood, okay, how am I a sinner? Mm-hmm. Well, in my in my own life, I realized that I always felt this restlessness, this, um, you know, sort of this urge to um, just, just, you know, I couldn't be... Um, good enough or long enough, I guess. Right, okay. You know, just that, okay, I I have these thoughts, these negative thoughts, or, okay, I have to go back to doing, you know, my rituals or my meditation, and then I'll feel good, you know. Um, But then I have to, or I have to listen to the message again, and then I'll feel good for a while, but then I don't feel good long enough. And then I was also pursuing um, psychology mm-hmm. and um, wanted to help people, wanted, had this um, longing inside me to, um, you know, help people, um, therapy, counseling. You know, this was, um, this was my path. But I was like, okay, how do I fit my own, you know, thoughts and my own um, restlessness into this? Like if I feel broken mm-hmm. sometimes how does that you know how, how does that um h- how can I explain that how, how I wasn't able to explain that right. I guess to myself I'm, I'm, I think I'm good but I'm still broken yes how do, how do I am still together right, right I am still struggling and of course you know I was always reading the word I was trying to go back to the word and that's when it um, hit me, you know, I realized that, yeah, I need Jesus. Mm. I need, I need him. I think these, um, thoughts, whether it be jealousy or if it is, um, envy or, Mm -hmm. you know, a negative, um, you know, if I hurt someone with my words, Mm -hmm. whether it was my mom or my sister, I always had this, you know, obsession to go back and be like, okay, I have to make it right. I have to fix it. I have to mm-hmm. make this right. You know, I remember one time just chasing my sister into her room, be like, we have to talk this out. I know I hurt you, but this is why it was. And we have to, you know, make it right. And I couldn't make it right, mm-hmm. you know? And so when I would reflect on that, I realized um, this is, uh, where is this coming from? 
you know, and that's when it occurred to me, okay, yes, I am a sinner. It is, it is, um, you know, in, in me and I need Jesus. Mm -hmm. I need his, um, saving grace. Mm -hmm. I need what he's done on the cross to, um, you know, to, to come into me for the, and once I believed that is when I realized now I have, um, the gift of the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. you know, um, to, to, to help me, to, you know, guide me. And, um, and that is who I can lean on when I feel that restlessness. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I don't think I fully uh, committed until even a couple of years after that, because I was um, a believer, mm-hmm. but quite becoming a follower was still a journey. You know, yeah, we talk about that. Several people have mentioned that. It's my story too. Believed at one point, mm-hmm. but it took a while before I encountered someone who helped me understand that there was a relationship yeah. there and yeah. that I needed to engage in that relationship mm-hmm. with the word, which you're already reading mm-hmm. and, or, you know, were, uh, with prayer, mm-hmm. with community of, of believers. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. That's exactly right. So, um, you feel broken. You feel you you finally put all the pieces together that you actually do have sin. You are a sinner. Mm-hmm. And because you've been reading the word and talking with Francis, all the pieces line up and you go, mm-hmm. Jesus is the answer. Yeah. And you begin, you believe and then later really begin to follow him. Yeah. What happened was I um, was in my car and I'd had a rough day um, at college. I was doing, I was working at a Montessori school and I was going to um, U of H. Um, I was working on my bachelor's at the mm-hmm. time. And I just had had a hard day, uh, no, you know, another one of those restless days, mm-hmm. like struggling with what's my purpose? What is, mm-hmm. why am I, okay, yes, I want to serve people, help people, but how does this fit into, so is this just my plan? You know, I still was um, seeking to understand God's plan, mm-hmm. you know, is God just coming along the ride with me, you know, and working things out for me and my plan, Pooja's plan? Or am I a part of his plan? You know, Mm. I hadn't quite figured that out yet. And so I remember once again having that restless feeling inside me um, because something might not have gone my way that day, Mm -hmm. you know. And so I was like, God, what happened? You know, I've been reading your word. I've been doing. See, I'm that older. um, I'm the older son, you know, in the. Okay. In the prodigal son story. story. That's right. So. I've been putting the right foot, you know, every time and doing it right. So I need God to show up. Right. right? If you're no. doing it right, things should go right. Right. Huh. Doesn't work like that. No. And so I'm in my car and just um, really, you know, feeling broken once again and not understanding where it's coming from. Um, and so I, um, I I had been listening to KSBJ music at this time, you mm-hmm. know, Christian music. I wanted to be plugged in all the time. And so I called a volunteer, and um, he led me through prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, good! At uh, you know on KSBJ, and I accepted Christ. Um, and I don't know how many people are out there. On you know, I, I know there are um, a lot of people out there and who have you know 
called in on the radio and mm-hmm. tried to talk to someone. See, at this time, I wasn't plugged into a community of faith. Right. So this was what I had. This was my community right. of faith. Yeah. So I called in and um, this wonderful man, um, you know, walked me through the um, the prayer and asked me if I wanted to, you know, accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, I Yes, I want to do that. And that was the first time I said yes out loud to, wow, you know, another believer. And and then he, once again, that anticipation came and he asked me, what are you feeling right now? Because he must have sensed my pause. And I just felt this, you know, um, just just my, um, this brush in my veins, my my own... Like I could feel the blood in my own veins. Like mm-hmm. there was something new, renewal. And he explained that to me. You know, he said, that is the Holy Spirit coming to you and is going to stay with you. Yeah. That's um, powerful. I mean, the spirit really of God was. is powerful. Yes. Okay. That's, I always, I didn't know how to explain it either. No. But I always felt like it was electric almost that first yes. day. I'm not saying that I always feel electric. No. But um, the first day when I really believed, yeah, it was so powerful. It felt electric. Yeah. Um, like that, like the song Amazing Grace. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, and your story too sounds like, I mean, it just totally reminds me of that verse that says, um, when you confess with your mouth that Mm -hmm. Jesus is Lord. Mm -hmm. I mean, that made a big difference for you. It did. Saying it out loud. Yes, it really did. It It really did. And from that day on, I just, I knew I needed him. Mm -hmm. I know I need him every single day. Mm -hmm. Um. You have a beautiful story, Um, and I am grateful that you are sharing it with us. I'm curious, how would you tell someone else about how they can come to faith in Jesus? How would you tell someone who doesn't know Jesus, someone who was you Mm -hmm. at 19? Mm -hmm. Well, um, I do have um, young kids in my, you know, in my life, my... um, bonus children mm-hmm. there at that age, oh, yeah, you know, right. um, and Jason and I, we always pray for them. We pray for them so much to come to the Lord. Um, and what I would tell them is there's so much, he, Jesus is love. He is love. He loves us mm-hmm. like no one mm-hmm. can love us. Right. And, I know that longing and that restless feeling in me and I can, that used to be and how he's calmed it. And I would tell them to go to him when you wake up and go to them, go to him every single hour, every single hour of every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, Just go to him and you may not have the perfect words, you may not have perfect, you know, scriptures, you may not, you know, you may not feel very um, knowledgeable or learned, but he does not need any of that. That's right. So doesn't really matter. You don't have to have all the right words to say, Mm -hmm. 
you can just go to him and be open with him. Yes. And yes, out he's listening. Exactly. And he's going to pull you in and he will open up wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, like it says in James, you know, if you're just seeking him, he's going to give you wisdom. Mm-hmm. He's going to. You just to, have to ask. That's you just right. have to ask. That, yeah. Uh, you, that it makes so much sense that you would approach it that way because I'm just going to read Romans 10, 9, and 10, that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, um, you'll be saved. Um, but I love the next part too. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth Confession is made unto salvation. I love that. If we just go to him, talk to him, yeah, um, confess that we just believe. Bring it all to mm-hmm. him and um, be on your knees. Because this life is going to bring you on your knees. Yeah. You can be good all day all long. Day you long. can try and be right. the best you, uh, you you can be. Yes. But without Jesus, you will have that restlessness yes. until you find him. And you will eventually at some point realize, oh, I've got sin I can't fix. That's right. There's part I feel of me broken even yeah. though the outside of me looks fine. Together, it looks yeah. perfect. I hear voices telling me I'm perfect, but there's something in me that's mm-hmm. restless. I don't understand how this fits mm-hmm. in. I love it. Well, Pooja, thank you so much for sharing your story today. I really appreciate it. And I hope it encourages everyone else um, to know their story and tell their story. And we will see you next week with another story from another Faith Bridge woman. 